Hello and welcome to Roll Together Podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our Twitch schedule at twitch.tv slash RPG slash schedule. You can also find all of our previous shows on podcasts or YouTube by searching Roll Together RPG. These podcasts are sponsored by Phoenix Dice and supported by Bearded Ladies. Links to them will be in the description. Please do leave us a review and thank you for joining us. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome one and all to this Blades in the Dark Cult of the Circle. Thank you very much for joining us here for an evening of daring do and lovely crimes. My name is Tom, I use he, him pronouns, and I will be your Blade Master for the evening. Ah, the city of Duskroll. A city of intrigue and wickedness. A city where the dead walk the streets and ghosts haunt every building. What you're about to see this evening is the tale of some criminals, well, entrepreneurs here in this terrifying city. And uh, maybe a few little ghosts and ghoulies, maybe even a few gods to keep you entertained this evening. I have been keeping you for far too long, so it is my delight to introduce you to some of our players. Hello, my name is Evie, I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Who, who uses any pronouns. Hi, I'm Scarlett, I'll be playing Hag, who is the Whisperer. Hello there, my name's Josh, and I will be playing Wraith, the Spider. Hello, welcome one and all to Blades in the Dark Cult. Which is odd, because technically they're not a cult yet, but give it a bit of time. So, uh, what have we what have we experienced? Well, uh, our three heroes were hired to steal uh, steal a mask which they did relatively successfully, only upsetting a few people. Uh, it turns out the mask now seems to contain the spirit of an ancient and unknowable god. In rescuing the mask, uh, one of the party, Norm, otherwise known as who, uh, put the mask on their face, <laughs> got possessed, and then tumbled down into the catacombs. Uh, previously, we also have got to see during the month that uh, Norm has disappeared for the adventures of Hag, otherwise known as Iris. But let us now look at the adventures of one of the second members of our party, a very uh, stoic man, a man with deep, dark secrets. Uh, <laughs> I am delighted to reintroduce you, friends, to Rafe. Rafe. So, how did you think that heist went? It, it definitely could have gone better. On the scale, on the scale of one to great, uh, one of your party uh, got a gunshot to the hand, and another member of the party died. But you, you didn't, you didn't get shot. You didn't fall down a hole. Uh, you actually were able to save uh, Biho and the Serpent, your two of your contacts. It's it's fine. I mean, any any heist you walk away from is is a good one, you could say. Yes. Um, yeah. I did, however, make an enemy of the Demir Sisters, which was... Um, yes. Uh, an unfortunate uh, collateral damage. I mean, I don't want to... Tell you how to live your life, but maybe don't make enemies of the terrifying ghost ladies. <laughs> just, just saying. Also, the Lord, Lord Skurlock, the uh, you did you did give him a wonderful bottle of whiskey, which then was taken by one of the Dimmer Sisters. So, my dude, you went to a party empty-handed. That's <laughs> nothing to do with me. I took a gift. If somebody wanted to take it and drink it for themselves, that's nothing to do with me. I'd like to point out of all the things that went to the party, the only thing that stayed was a jam made from blood. <laughs> the scarf got taken as bandages. Your whiskey got drunk by something. Actually, I suppose it didn't all get drunk. So it's left in like the living room. But anyway, as you say, that's not your fault. Um, shall we start with the chance for you to do some downtime? Okay, what would you what would you like to do for your downtime? So during my downtime, 
I would meditate a lot and I would also look uh, contact my contacts mm. uh, and look for information on a group that are known as the faceless they are a group tied to my backstory mm. the reason why I'm in this city in the first place That's one of the reasons I'm in this city in the first place there are many reasons why I'm here <laughs> I do not need to tell you all the reasons why Yes, but I am edge. I am edge lordy. I must not give all of my backstory away just well, yet. Uh, we have canonically established that Batman exists, but more importantly, Man Bat. Yes, Man Bat uh, is a terrifying creature. <laughs> he is. He uh, he he haunts. <laughs> he haunts the rooftops. Um, I have actually for the party of a list of like plot hooks. <laughs> one that just says Man Bat. <laughs> so uh, maybe there's going to be a heist to go find the Man Bat. Uh, Yes, so, um, which one would you like to start with? Uh, so when you say meditate, is this going to be you, uh, is this you trying to indulge in, well, I suppose you hunting for information is indulging your vice. Uh, so downtown activities is to acquire an asset, the long-term project, which we've said is to keep researching into the faceless, uh, to be able to recover some from your injuries, to reduce some heat, to train or to indulge a vice? So, um, to indulge a vice, mm. which my vice is obligation, which is obligation yes. to uh, a royal family, mm. um, that would be... I've gone out of character, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that, that would be um, me looking for information on the faceless. In terms of like healing stress and healing damage that I've taken, that would be the that would be the form that meditation would take. Okay, um, that's. Uh, which would you like to do? Would you like to deal with your stress, or would you like to deal with any injuries that you've taken? I think I will deal with the stress slash healing first, because sure. uh, that would take probably the longest amount of time. And plus, he's already got. Rafe's already got the feelers out for his contacts to be looking for information. Yeah. So he normally either waits for somebody to contact him, or um, he'll go out after like every couple of weeks or every month to get the information. He's not recent. He's recently not that long gone. So it would have been just before the previous, okay. the very yeah. first mission that we did. He would have gone out and got more information. You also talk to your contact, Salia. Yeah. I think where, and Salia is an information broker who's putting out the feelers. So, yeah. So, uh, shall we say this is about a couple of weeks after the previous heist? So, this is yeah. where we're going to find you. Uh, so, okay. So, this is, is this is you trying to deal with your stress, right? Mm -hmm. Your advice. Okay. So, the way this is going to work is that you are going to pick what is your weakest quality. Is it insight, prowess? Resolve. How much stress have you taken? Three stress in total. Right. So, if you you want to be able to roll on that weakest thing, and you want to get a free or less, if you get more, you're going to overindulge, and there's going to be repercussions. So, this is your choice. Now, are you going to are you going because free's not bad, you know, like you might be fine, but do you want to risk it, knowing that there might be repercussions? Yeah, I think you'd risk it. Sure. Uh, okay, so what do you want to pick? Insight, prowess, or resolve? Uh, prowess is my lowest. I've only got one so, dot in that. Uh, roll uh, roll is, your, is your lowest attribute, yeah. So, now, when you say roll with your lowest attribute, is mm. that any attribute that I have that has a pip in it, or do I take ones that don't have pips in? Uh, so, it would be an attribute roll using your lowest attribute rating. Oh, so I have to have it. Okay, so it would be one. Yeah. I need to roll three or under. Three or under. I rolled a six. Okay, so wonderful. You get to take free stress off. Good. Uh, you have unfortunately overindulged. Um, so. I have a feeling that this happens quite a lot when it comes to the meditation because mm. the meditation takes him, as part of his meditation, he remembers his life before being in Duskvall. Mm. 
Yeah. And there are times where he gets lost in those memories and doesn't want to come out and overindulges by uh what's the word? Uh, loving it too much, not wanting to leave, sort you get of thing. Trapped in the dream. Yeah. yeah, get trapped in the dreamscape, sort of thing. So it's very, it's very, um, it's very touch and go because there is a possibility that he probably could get stuck there and would end up in a coma. I would say, I... with with the nature of how he is, and we might get into that in a bit. But yeah. with things that he's gone through, there is a very tr- real possibility that he could get stuck. I. I think that's, yeah, that's that's fair. That's a, that's an entanglement, really, to make things a bit more complicated. That, uh, uh, Rafe, you, you get yourself ready to meditate. I think we've previously mentioned that you have a small, sort of, not shrine, but like a, you have a collection of items on a shelf. Yeah, collection of it is almost like a shrine with um, incense candles that I used to burn, a pillow that I kneel down on. I place, I always carry with me a ceremonial dagger that I very rarely use in actual combat, but that gets placed down as like the centerpiece of what I focus on when I meditate. If it is a um, what's the word touchstone? Is it? Yeah. Is that the word? It's a touchstone yeah. to somebody who is important to me. So that gets placed there. I also place a ring on top of it as well. I think for this, like, because I've been saying it's been a couple of weeks. It's now a couple of weeks that you 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 came back from doing a heist, and then you were like, no, I need to like, I need to find myself. And then sort of like, as your eyes open, <laughs> time has passed, and you're just like. Oh no! This happens a lot. Yeah. yeah, this 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 happens a lot. You get lost lost in it, and time in the real world just passes. Whereas it could have just been a fleeting moment in his meditation state, which is uh, again sort of like um, sort of yes, the, your vice, uh, your obligation to the the royal family and to, to memory. Um, and I think we will we'll do your other time downtime activity, and then I think we can. We'll flash back to this moment because we're probably going to flash back to where you were and what you were doing when you went off to, you know, your 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 paradise. Um, so yes, uh, I said the entanglement and the difficulty is that when you do leave your, well, actually, can you describe what your um, your current accommodation looks like? So, Wraith lives in Coleridge, mm. which is like the steam mining train sort of main work hub one of the main work hubs of Duskfall he lives in what could be considered a derelict signal box that had probably burnt had been on fire at some point but has now been overtaken with nature and it's got almost completely overgrown uh, it's in a very quiet area so there's not really anybody who goes past it so he, he's normally on his own when he is here, but it does give him a very good view of most of Duskfall if he needs it. Um, it as I said, it's very overgrown, so he lives on the he would live where like the signals would be in, in he lives where the signals would have been in that sort of room. Uh, the signals would be all wrapped up in vines and everything now, and that would be where he, he would now use those to hang up his armor and in, in his mask and things like that. That he when he takes them off when he comes in. Um, when he isn't out on adventures, he does wear very little in terms of clothing. Mainly, and the other reason that he lives in Coleridge is because it's probably the hottest part of the city, mm. and he's used to being in a hot place. So his basic clothing that he wears is like general slacks with that go to just below the just below the knee, so his um, legs are exposed, and instead of a t-shirt he wears one of those sort of um what are they call like a it's just like a shoulder thing like mm. it's like it's like a poncho but it's not okay. but it's it's not like a it doesn't drape over his whole body it's just yeah. around his neck i can't remember what they're called oh sort of like yeah like sort of collar so you're, you're pretty sort of like you've got your chest out yeah yeah but um so- you for the audience's point of view seeing mm. him without an awful lot on 
He has a lot of scars on his chest, so he's been stabbed quite a lot. Mm. A couple of gashes, wounds that don't look like they've healed fully. You might be able to see the odd rib here or there where the where the flesh hasn't quite healed over it. The biggest thing which has been alluded to in the past is now he's not wearing a face mask. He has a massive scar on the left side of his face that goes down pretty much from his ear down to his mouth. Think of the Joker, but instead of it being like a slit, it is as if something is torn and eating away at his jawline and his teeth and jaw bones are exposed. Very, yes, a very strong look. And again, uh, you, you awaken from your, your uh, not your daydream, but, you know, your intense meditation where... Um, do you, do you feel hungry? Do you do you you do eat? But... I eat, but I can go. Part of part of the training that I would have gone through would have been would have been fasting for long periods of time because walking around in the deserts is not always a source of food. So I can, I do feel hunger, but I can go long periods of time without eating anything or drinking anything. Uh... You probably are going to want to go uh, restock, you know, sort of like, um, I don't know if, because you will probably have kept your supplies up in your in your little hidey hole, but there was, I think it's probably a good idea to go restock. Um, you do, uh, you open the hatch that leads down, and you do notice that people have started living, <laughs> you know, as like a drop because you haven't been down in a couple of weeks they're not living living there but they're using it as a bit of a, a stash <laughs> uh like the various um there are various gangs obviously in the city um and actually i i'd be interested to see uh so there is a group in the city of duskfall who are known as the railjacks and now the railjacks job is to maintain the railway and they are it is that sort of thing where it's like like in Indiana Jones, no ticket. <laughs> you're going. You're going out. Uh, you living here would not have gone unnoticed. How do you think you have like maintained? What kind of relationship have you built with the Railjacks, and how have you maintained it? So, if you were to look at the map of Duskfall, hmm. I would live in Coleridge, close hmm. to the. The river that li- where the bridge to what was it called? Dus. Oh, uh, which which one? The mine or the Coleridge? Uh, let me open up the book. Dunslough. That's the place. Yes. So yeah, I would live close to that bridge. So my I would have a deal, I reckon, with the train jacks. There's been a couple of times where gangs from Dunsale have tried to encroach on territory or gain a foothold in Coleridge, and I have seen them right. Although I might not necessarily be a fightery fightery type, or fightery fighter type is the way that I should say that, <laughs> um, I do have my means to persuade people to go away. Okay, so it is... It's not necessarily a friendly relationship, but it is one of just being like, the Railjacks would be like, that's ah, not worth it. They tolerate me because yeah. I keep the gang, any gang that wants to push over from Dunslough away. Uh, for those of you who uh, don't know the city, uh, so Dunslough is, as you said, it's on the south end of town. It is where it, the very poorest part of the town, including the location of the Ironhook Prison, which is a massive fortress uh, where the, the worst of the worst go. Um, but once again, those those who are particularly well-connected have a wonderful time there and get as much coffee as they like. But uh, I think, as we said, that uh, as you reside up in your your little box... You know, being able to see the various things, but to have a big view of the prison constantly—that <laughs> sort of the uh, 
the electrical lamps. That sort of like I imagine like uh, because you said it's all overgrown, but that one thing of the shadows because as we've established, the uh, the world does not have a sun, so it's constant dark. But like the shadows coming through the vine of the local prison so yes the fact that <laughs> you, you slightly you done goofed really but a a unknown entity they're not currently there at the bottom of your tower have moved in and there is clearly uh sort of like a little i want to say like a tuck box if you know what i mean a little chest a little roll up thing uh it could be that someone is hiding out here it could be that someone is using this as a base but uh yeah, that's 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 my complication that you've got neighbours now. That's fair. That's fair enough. I would. I never leave the signal box without being fully kitted out. So mm. face mask and clothes mm. and everything are on. I have uh, weapons with me, like basic weapons that you can see walking around the city anyway. And I think I would go down and I would begin sort. Of looking around to see if I can work out possibly who this person is or who this mm. person might be connected to. Oh, I also have a key that locks the hatch so nobody can get out there unless they force their way up. So I lock did, that. Did you install that lock or have yes. you taken it? Right, that so that was, that, that was on yourself. Um, yes, uh, would you like to make a roll to try and work out? What would you like to roll? I think study. I think studies. Walking around studying it. Yeah. yeah. One dice. One dice. That's one. I know nothing. I can push it though, can't I? You you can. Oh, you I'll can take push the stress. It. No, I'm not you've, gonna push. You've got rid of your stress. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I don't want to meditate for another couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Considering that you've missed out on like two weeks of yeah. uh, information. Um, Yes, uh, I mean, do you want to take that or do you want to try and push it? Or, as I said, that uh, you can you can get it up to, if you took five stress, that would be a six. Or we could just get it to, like, an average roll. You could take uh, two or three. Um, I would... No, I'm gonna play it that he doesn't know who this person doesn't find anything on this person, so I'll take I'll just take the roll. I, I think that's fair. I think um it would be absolutely lovely if you had opened it up and there was just like a insignia patch of like the bill hooks and you'll be like, ah, bill hooks. Uh it doesn't there's not really a lot of personal effects in there. There as I said there's a sleeping roll, uh it's quite grubby. It's already it's already going a bit mouldy, you know, sort of like, uh, but possibly not from here. Um, there's sort of empty uh, potion-looking bottles. Uh, there's a couple of empty uh, cheap alcohol. Um, they've also pissed in the corner, you know. It's it's very possible that this person uh, hasn't been back in a while, you know. As you said, uh, it it does seem like. Someone hasn't made a residency here. It might have been like someone crashed here for the night. And again, you sort of like you've, you've locked your lock and it doesn't seem like anyone has tried to force your lock. Um, I'm picturing and I'll correct me if I'm wrong, that, that like the ladder is partially snapped off. So you have had to sort of clamber up. So it's not easy to just you can't just clamber up the ladder. You're going to have to make a bit of effort to get up. So you have a bit of you have a bit of safety there. Yeah, always, always a bit of an effort to get up there. Maybe, maybe it was a ladder that was originally attached mm. to the door. So when I pull the door down, part of the ladder drops, and then the other yeah. part of it's still attached to the floor. So yeah. I have to climb up a little bit and jump up the rest of the way, sort of thing. That I makes think, sense. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Which, um, again, you're not the youngest man in the world, <laughs> so your your bones are getting a little bit achy, um, but. As we said in Courage, it's it's quite impressive to find somewhere that's quiet. Mm. Um, uh, yes, so it's definitely quiet in terms of people, but yes. in, uh, other than this person who's here now. Yeah. But in terms of um, like trains and mm. 
things like that that go past probably still quite noisy. Oh yeah, no, there's uh, the the area. It stinks. It stinks of smoke. Um, uh, the rail tracks. The uh, looking look at where you are. You are not that far. Oh, so you're by the old railway yard, um, but also you're quite near the ironworks, which of course belches out smoke and is clanging. Um, you're, you're doing quite impressively to be able to maintain meditation for as much time as you can with the constant noise. But uh, as pointed out, Duskfall does not currently have a day-night cycle. So it's kind of weirdly established. We're like, we believe it is 3 a.m. This needs to stop. But uh, that's the wonderful thing about the city of Duskroll is 24-7. Yeah, you can... Uh, so... City that never sleeps. Never sleeps. Because, my God, the things that are there in the shadows. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Wraith, uh, you are able now to go complete uh, your final bit of your downtime and any other tasks you'd like to do. Uh, as I said, it has been a couple of weeks. Um, where would you? Where, where would you like to go? Well, the first thing I would do would go see my information broker, hmm. uh, Salia, Salia, to see if they have been able to gain any more information on the task that I have set them on, so that I have. I go to them, so I've got like, so my long sort of, um, what's the word, my long going mission is to find information on yes. a group known as the Faceless, although I do go to Salia sometimes for information about other things, like if there's something I need to know about a particular place in Dust Bowl, in or a heist that we're about to do or something, but um, I'll go to her or them to speak about the general, the the overall information on the on the list. Sure. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few. It's been a few weeks. Um, and you've kind of established that this isn't a constant relationship. There's nothing you do. Um, actually, uh, what what pronouns would you like Salio to use? Um, I've been referring to them as them. So they them. them. Yeah. Hey, Ben. Yep. Uh, so you, you go. Where would where would you meet? Where would you meet them? We would meet. Ooh, that's a good question, actually. Um, Wraith wouldn't do too much in public, so it definitely wouldn't be like in a tavern or an inn or anything like that. So I think I think Sally would probably have like a business that they use as a front. Uh, and then have all like, the information brokering stuff going on out the back. So it's probably like, I don't know, let's say a bakery. I think that's fair. Uh, they run a bakery and then the information stuff is in the the, the, uh, the shady information brokering stuff is out the back. I think that's, that's very fair. Um, Salia has a bakery, uh, uh, a Ruvian bakery, and uh, sells various sweet breads. Um, there's Again, the problem is none of it is as fresh as home, obviously. Mm. You know, it, it takes a while for the fruit to come over. And uh, it's 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 pick, not pickled, but, you know, it's sort of like, it's not quite the same. It's but, a bit of a stale taste to it, sort yeah. of thing. Um, uh, are, are they also in Coleridge, or...? No, so they would be. Sorry, I've got a map here. No, please, please. Oh, yeah, this is where, hey, folks, where I just suddenly opened up the city to people and then was like, hey, where would you like to live? As I just throw more and more content. Um, I think they'd be in the night market. Night market. Uh, this is beautiful because people are all. So, yes, uh, as we said, night market is where most of the goods that come in from the trains get sold. Um, there's various. Uh, stalls. It, there's a lot of. That's the thing that, uh, as you said, not to be in public, but the veil of very much being in public, um, where you're able to. Uh, you cross. So you cross over the bridge. You're into the night market, dodging past. And again, it's that. It's that constant thing. It's not. It's not like uh, other markets where it's sort of like, oh, these are the friendly local vendors. No, everyone comes, goes, disappears. Uh, you're able to sort of weave your way in. Um, you come into the uh, Salia's. Uh, I'm going to call it Salia's. You know, 
it's it's their business. Um, it's reputable for Sally being is, a... Sally is bakery. Yeah. Baked goods or something like that. Sally is baked goods, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the special Sally is sweets, you know, just like, yeah, it's... it's uh, um, Sally uh, doesn't run the shop so much now, is more dealing the back. So when you come in, there is a uh, young uh, young woman sitting behind the counter who just sort of like gets up and does the sort of, ah, hello, my friend. Um, what would you be interested in this fine, looks at the clock, afternoon? I would be, hang on, I would be very interested in some of your uh, toasted cross Arabian buns and watered Nile juice, I'll say. And oh, oh, you're going for the Nile juice. The Nile juice, but yeah, yes, that is what I'm ordering. But yeah. that's also code that I want to speak to. Yeah. I'm here to speak to the broker. Yes, that, that is that is the broker is Sally's. Um, I was about to say street name, but you know the fact that everyone in this everyone has multiple pseudonyms and hidden names but yeah so you would be um, the baker wouldn't you? That, that's it the baker you want to talk to the baker um so you order your nile juice and your toasted buns and you give my regards to the baker and that's what yeah. i say to go speak speak to them there we go and she sort of again smiles looks you up and down i don't think you've seen her before which isn't uncommon because salia just seems to circle people again I turn uh, around. yeah just <laughs> it's uh again it's uh it's a chain of informants and underground so people come people go and it's not a terrible thing where you're like oh yeah you know you went and robbed that museum spent a couple of days working at the bakery it's fine so sally is um she smiles and again as she's preparing your your food there is the sort of tap on the counter and then you hear the tap back and then she's like oh yes of course of course um uh might you be interested in making use of our facilities perhaps while you wait um yes i i would be very appreciative of that uh thank you as it is through here uh she yep you just gestures you head through a door um as if you there is an indoor toilet <laughs> No, that's the thing. We've established that indoor toys aren't there. But there is sort of like obviously like a preparation. You just keep going as a wall is shifted. Back. An indoor hole. An indoor hole, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean that was the thing, like during during uh when you went to Lord Skurlock's where it's like got indoor plumbing. <laughs> fancy. Yeah, all the fancy people get that. All the, fa- all the fancy. Um yeah, the uh the wall slides back and you're able to walk out into a covered courtyard. You know, sort of like it's you're kind of outside, but you're also very slightly going down under into the street. And uh, Salia is sitting behind their desk and looks up and is like, Ah, would you have given Salia your real name? No, so you would not trust anybody. No, hey, keep it, keep your head on with ah, hello, my friend. Um. Welcome, welcome. Um, I, I assume that you have already ordered. Uh, might I interest you in perhaps uh, a light refreshment? I will pass on this occasion. Thank you very much. Um, it is good to see you. Uh, how is business? Oh, booming as always. You know, people always want their sweet treats and their, their, their Nile water. Um, good. But um, uh, I suppose, as you say, uh, you're not here just to make pleasantries, Rafe. Um, no, I am trying this thing out where uh, you do the thing that they call small talk. It apparently builds connections with people. <laughs> I do not know if this is going well or not, but... Uh, I I like you, Rafe. You don't have to... Oh, but if by all means... Hey, um, Taps, what about that weather, eh? Still... Yes, dark and cloudy. As always. No, um... No, um... I've had a... Again, starts going through the papers opening. Yes, the, uh... It's quite a... It's quite a thing that you've asked me to investigate this, um... Well, you can't... You can't throw a stone without hitting some mysterious group here in the city. But, um... Uh... 
Yes, I've, um, uh... and I'll tell you what, um, why don't you just make me a fortune roll? Roll me, roll me a d6 to see how this goes. Just a d6, like a d6, like a, a d6. d6. That is a six. So you, you will it, you say, you sing the song and you get a six. <laughs> that is now a thing. It is, it is, it is. And you have willed good luck upon you, which I hope, you know. Okay, yeah, you don't get to find out who's living at the bottom of your tower, but you do know a little bit more about the group, which is known as the Faceless. Um, an exceptional result. Uh, you, looking through these documents, find out that there is indeed proof of a group which one of the names could be the faceless they haven't found out officially you know who they are um but there does seem around very close to the time that you arrived in the city a ship came in carrying people um who so the way that you have to describe the faceless is it's the difficulty of going we're looking for someone wearing a mask which we've established is not a good thing to be looking for in the city of duskville but the interesting thing about these masks is that they are pure they are pure white and they are faceless there are no eye holes there are no mouth holes mm. which complete blank surface complete um and then of course people even even the city of duskville which is full of electrical pylons to drive out ghosts you're like how would you see and you're like that's a good question that's uh you uh yes as salia having done a bit of investigation thinks that possibly again it is using some form of attunement to the ghosts to be able to guide yourself without seeing and to, to fight as well uh, a thing that you know well how these people manage to fight when they are seemingly disabled from any and yes it's Sally it's not as I mean it's a six but it's not as simple as going cool this is where they live but having thrown a stone into the pond ripples are going to start this is a good start but both of you working in the business you know is that this is dangerous you start asking questions especially about a mysterious cult it seems although again they it's not once again it doesn't suddenly turn up and be like by the way they worship blah 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 but they they also seem to be uh, cult or possibly a group of mercenaries that various issues that and again assassinations could be connected to these these people and as i said in the city of duskfall there are the spirit wardens the spirit wardens are the people who collect the ghosts but the way they work is that they all wear crow masks which just themselves because spit wardens cannot be bribed because if you do not know who a spit warden is you cannot bribe them it's a similar thing it's a similar way of working and Rafe that's annoying <laughs> as I said how do you identify these mysterious people they wear masks that blind them it's not great but as I said you with a six you've got a good start and you're able to look on the list and go, now these are some places that Salia's uh, little birds, really, have been able to report back and go, I think they were sighted here. It could be, it's part of a carnival. It could be, but you've got, you've got to start. Um, I think that with a six, that is, uh, that is three parts of a six-part clock that you've got very close to being able to find find some good answers there. Now, do I mark that down, or do you mark that down? Uh, I'm marking it on my clock. Uh, you okay. feel free to feel free to. I think write you have it down. to mark it, but 
Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you keep track of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the clock system is a little bit... I, I just, I think it's quite funny where you're just like, <laughs> cool, uh, you've got five-sixths of a mission. You're like, what does that mean? It's like, well, you haven't succeeded. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Um, I'll just sort of open up. Any any other sort of... Because I think I've given you like a vague understanding of this, which, of course, the way this game works, when you later say, hey, it's, was this was in the documents. Yes, it was. But is there anything in particular you'd like to know with your six? So, uh, particularly, I would like to know the sort of areas that they may frequent, yep. where potential sightings may have been. Uh, sure. Also, the other thing, um, I had it, it was right on my brain just a second ago. Uh, places that I may frequent, and how many of them there may be. Cool. Um, I, can get, I can definitely tell you where they were last spotted and but i'll come back to that you know as a sort of like start you off uh difficult difficult to judge how many there are um they don't seem to be again this is the problem where you're like if you're looking for people in cloaks with white masks where you're like okay we can we saw a few of them in this area we're not seeing hundreds of them. If they are like a mercenary group, there's probably, you know, and I think Salio is also like, well, estimated guests, probably a dozen. You know, they don't seem to be, they're not the red sashes. They're not, you know, one of the major mercenary groups. They seem to be, especially, and then again, they don't seem to be the Dimmer Sisters. They're not, they're not dealing with the ghosts. They're, um... Oh, I don't know what term you'd want to use for them. They're not thugs, but they're not... They're, they're, they're assassins, so possibly a dozen. There has been a discussion, and I don't know how much you would have picked up on this, because you are very laser-focused on particular things. <laughs> You're like, but there's discussion... Yeah, no, we're just like... <laughs> uh, there is discussion of revolution coming that especially in the part of town known as char hollow now char hollow is where the majority of the workers in the city live and a lot of these workers work in the factories especially under lord strangford uh, Lord Strangford lives on a little island in the middle of Char Hollow, up on a hill, so he can overlook. You know, yeah, no. <laughs> Hello, so everyone I've mentioned this guy to has had that exact same. Yeah, he's a jerk. Um, but this is the thing that uh, the factories are dangerous, and the factories are always running, a bit like the ironworks. And yeah, okay, someone falls into the machinery, but you're not going to stop the machinery because that's going to stop the machinery. So, there has been discussion of revolution. And a couple of days ago, there was supposedly a, a meeting was being had. And now, that building's not there anymore. <laughs> and the discussion was that someone in a plain full face mask was seen exiting and then the building boom. it's not tidy but it's effective and of course it's char hollow a lot of people mess around with lots of dangerous things sometimes buildings just explode so if you that's a possibility if you want to start investigating in char hollow there's that um there's also uh crowsfoot which is the crossroads for the city which Again, it's sort of like Salia's uh, little bird just comes back and is like, I saw someone in a mask crossing. And you're like, cool. That's not necessarily they blew up a building. But, again, uh, if, you, if, you want, if you want them to keep investigating, they will. Although you are aware that they have their own concerns and they don't really want like a mysterious ghostly assassin to turn up and, you know, get rid of the bakery. So there you go. Uh, I said the cro Crossfoot and uh, Charholo. Crossfoot and Charholo are the two locations 
where reports have come in. Thank you very much for the information you have provided. I would ask for you to continue your investigations on them further. I understand that there is a great risk involved with looking into uh, unknown figures. So please only do what you can that will keep yourself safe. Uh, do not need any harm that may befall you to kneel my conscience, <laughs> as it were. Um, so as soon as you feel that you have exhausted all of your options, uh, please do let me know. Uh, in the meantime, I will investigate these rumors that you have provided me with. I thank you very much and uh, I can either pay you now or we can put it down in the favors that I owe you book. The IOU book, I believe you said it was called. The IOU book, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, if you, if you want to pay your debts off, but uh, I, I'm to be honest, Rafe. I feel I feel a favor from you is probably worth a lot more than it would be in gold. Um, I will I will keep investigating. I will keep finding what I may. But uh, I suppose also the uh, same warning goes to you. Caution. These seem to be dangerous people. Um, uh, none of my business why you're looking for them. But um, I wish I wish you. Uh, I wish you all the luck in the world, my friend. And to you, thank you very much. I shall, I shall leave now. Uh, I look forward to the Nile juice and the Aravia bread that I'm about to take with me. You uh, go back. Um, that you sneak back through the the, the hatch in the wall. Um, no one, no one seems to be using the. The, the hole in the floor um, and indeed there is a ravia bed and uh, Nile juice in a little sort of glass vial on the counter which is hand I think as you walk out is handed to you as you keep walking um, it's it's good stuff uh, give you give Sally a that I mean they're an excellent uh, they're an excellent spy but also the bakery is top notch again not just before I leave, mm. uh, the woman behind the counter, I will yeah. turn to her and say, uh, do you happen to have a um, an empty but smaller bottle that I may take for purchase from you? Oh, um, like the uh, smaller smaller than the, the vial you already have? Yes, please, if you happen to have um, an, an empty one. Please. Empty one. Uh, is, are you wanting it like the size of, like, if you were taking a shot of something? would be that maybe slightly slightly bigger than that okay uh, um roll, roll me a fortune roll that's a four four uh it's it's empty and it's washed it's probably not exactly the size you want but you've definitely you've got you've got something it's yeah I mean, I don't know how precise you are as a person. <laughs> you know, where you're like, no, it needs to be this amount of milliliters. But uh, yeah, as long as it's smaller than the one that I have, it's yeah, it, it, it the is. one that the knowledge is actually in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. So feel free to add little vial to your <laughs> to, to your inventory, as well as bread and Nile juice. I am going to go back to my home. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I get through the door to then walk to where the hatch is, is the sleeping bag and everything still there? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, thinking time-wise, yes. Yes, it is. It doesn't seem to have been disturbed. Uh, so this is the afternoon. Still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do not know who this person is, so what I will do is I will take the smaller vial, I'll pour some of my Nile juice into it, put that down near the, near the blanket. I'll then unwrap the Aravia bread that I've got. I'll tear it in half with the paper as well, wrap one half back up, and I'll put that on what would be considered the pillow hmm. of the um, bedroll. And then I will 
do the arduous effort of climbing back into my little spot. Ooh, ooh, my bones. <laughs> ooh. Uh, yeah, um, you do that. Uh, I think, again, not going to make you roll for climbing the ladder. That just seems... I've done it many, many you, times. Uh, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna fall. You never fall. Uh, you are now back up in your, in your, basically your burnt out, fine filled little box. Yeah. Um, but you have you have some juice uh, and you have some bread, which you, you do you start eating and drinking. Very, I take very small mouthfuls. I picture, I've nearly finished it, but I picture. The gnarled juice looks like this, sort of. which is lemon. Okay, yes. That's, it looks uh, like lemon juice. Uh, that's, yes. It. I think Nile juice is, there is a citrusy tang to it. It's quite, um, It. yes, I think it's, it's you know, <laughs> fantasy lemon juice here. <laughs> We're just like, you know, it's uh, there's a tartness to it. Uh, and the bread is... Slightly spiced, as we said, you know, sort of. Um, even now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, ooh, delicious. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's good quality stuff. You're hungry. Yeah, and it it tastes it tastes like home. Um, which uh, there we go uh, for your two downtime activities. Um, and now, as we think about that. We kind of start filtering back as you think about home, and you think about the like the couple of weeks you have spent just in your own your own head back in time. And friends, that is where we're going to take a bit of a break now. Because when we come back, let's go find out what Rafe was like before all of this. Back before there were spooky masks and mysterious strangers kipping at the bottom of, of signal boxes uh, so yes, uh, catch us next time for all of that, until then you know uh, keep watching the skies in case of man bat well that certainly happened, it did not <laughs> such lovely crimes, now if you have enjoyed what we've put out for you here this evening You'll find us playing Dungeons & Dragons at Roll Together RPG. That's Mondays and Tuesdays, 6pm UK time. And on Fridays, we play other TTRPGs, such as Blades in the Dark. Now, all our shows can be found at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG. And you can find all of our content archived at youtube.com slash RollTogetherRPG. There are podcast versions of all our shows available where all good podcasts are available. Simply search for Roll Together RPG. Now, massive thank you to the D20 Club on Patreon. I can't do the heart symbol, but I do adore every single one of you. Now, there's a link in the chat if you feel like you want to join these fine folks by donating one of your local currency, which, as we have well established in the world of Dungeons & Dragons, is worth one goat, will be absolutely delighted to join you. As previously mentioned, they've made us a Discord, they made us a wiki. They are top. Thank you very much to our supporters and our sponsors. Uh, don't forget, if you search on social media, we are Roll Together RPG. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, stay safe and don't let the blue coats catch you. <laughs> <laughs>